Welcome to SelfDiscoveryMedia.com, where we discover the communities that are making a difference in the lives of others. Our self-discovery is something we are all making on our life's journey. Here you will find the people that will be your guidance, that will be your inspiration, that will be there for you in support on your journey of life. Do enjoy. Our next show is... Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another show of Ignite Your Heart and Soul right here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. I'm your host, Sarah Troy, and my guest all the way from the UK is Kimberly Lovell. And I cannot believe it's actually been six years since I had her on. Where did the time go? But we have a juicy conversation for you today. Past life and future life regression. Mm, what does she mean by that? Well, we're going to dive back into time. And what would we see? And why would we see it? Mm, it's very interesting, because our past really does reflect our future. She says, what can the gifts of the past give us in the now? What if we could retrieve past life or future gifts and abilities to support you in the now? So join us as we take this quantum hypnotic journey into retrieving past life gifts and abilities. Now, Kimberly is uh, a transparent transpersonal psychotherapist, hypnotherapist, intuitive business coach, master healer, spiritual channeler, and teacher. And she has over 30 years experience empowering her clients and students from all over the world to connect with their intuition, heal their unconscious blocks, and embrace their true power and geniuses. She uses quantum healing tools such as theater healing, access consciousness, quantum hypnotherapy, to support you in connecting with your soul's purpose, passion, power, prosperity, and creating the life and business of your dreams while sharing your gifts with the world. Well, I think I have to actually uh, put the show under a different genre. I think it needs to go into quantum spirituality <laughs> because we're looking at a lot of quantum energy here today, aren't we, love? Welcome back. We sure are. Thanks. Yeah, um, I can't believe it's been that long. I know. It's interesting. Yeah, yes. time flies. Yes. Yeah. So, so yeah. Thank you for having me back. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm sorry it's been this long. I just really don't know where the time has gone. But you get caught up in the day, right? We get caught up in the now. But sometimes in our now, all we're doing is repeating yesterday. And if we actually had hindsight, it would give us foresight. And, you know, we've got to realize it's not just, yeah, we, we encourage people to be in the now, be in the now. That's important. But we've also got to pay attention at what got us to the now. And are we repeating the now tomorrow? Mm. Yeah, for sure. It's an interesting journey. Um, as you say, hindsight is a wonderful thing, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Foresight. Mm -hmm. Foresight. I prefer the foresight myself. Yes, <laughs> yes, me too. You know, <laughs> The hindsight is, uh, you know, 2020, as they say, is, uh, is like if, and we always say, if I knew now what I knew then, you know, all of that type of thing. Mm. But we can, we can take past lives, past experiences, past DNA, everything. we can take that knowledge because it's imprinted in there. And we can take it as a guiding um, system for the future, can't we? For the now. Yeah, for the now and for the future. Um, yeah, it's an interesting one. I guess like, um, as we talk about past life, future life, for me, um, yeah, there is no time. 
that's a human concept um, isn't it yeah so so time is kind of like 3d in this reality and of course you know outside of 3d reality there is no time mm-hmm. so we're always in the now right and so we could talk about the past lives and the future lives as being parallel lives traveling with us and that's that's kind of you know because I do a lot of work with subpersonalities and archetypes you know and the parts within us um, and so it kind of it's even more <laughs> mm-hmm. how many selves do we have right in this dimension in in however many dimensions um, so yeah it's fascinating to be able to connect and and um, to retrieve or to gain the insight and embody that in ourselves in this lifetime yeah. here now. I'm most yeah. certainly a, a, a dimensional traveler. Um, yeah. And there is many, many a time I'll have a recall of a journey only to realize it wasn't this body in this lifetime. Yeah. But the knowledge that I had at that moment helped me in this moment, in this lifetime. So, you know, when we sometimes say step outside of yourself, yeah. it's kind of step outside of this particular life a moment and kind of go into those other parallels or those other dimensions, those other personalities, because they may be ahead of you and know something that you need to know. Yes. And, and, uh, you know, to me, this whole um, concept of time and um, parallel lives is kind of quite mind boggling. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's been even more so mind boggling for me, you know, as my journey's kind of, move forward and and experiencing and exploring more with all of this because I for many years I did past life regression life between lives and I hadn't really gone too much into future lives um and you know I was talking to you about a a project that I've been doing for my quantum hypnotherapy training and and um I spent 40 hours working with people last summer and it was absolutely amazing to see how people were going into you know the the future into lives on other planets mm-hmm. so much insight so much information that comes in that you know maybe spiritual guidance or you know messages for humanity not just our own personal insight but for the collective and it's fascinating and wonderful to kind of see how people when when well, when we're able to go really deep into that um experience that it's quite easy to connect with many different selves yeah it's exciting I love doing it um (laughs) you know it's like this particular lifetime hasn't always been a smooth path so pop off to another one you know (laughs) for the sanity um you know I think we kind of look at ourselves as just one-dimensional creatures which is so far from the truth um, and we talk about people going, living an inside out job. And when, you know, it is connecting to your core, your core being, because that's where you are connected to all your other dimensions. That's where you're connected to, to everything else out there. Um, but we live this human exterior life, which gets in the way and it's limited. It's linear. It's one dimensional. It's 3D. It, it's just not very encompassing but when you go in and from the very core you allow your spirit to go and to travel and to take those other dimensional journeys and experience that the insight that you come back with that sense of knowingness which is so peaceful and so comforting 
and so guiding because you only need to know what you need to know when you need to know it. And it, it's, I just, um, I just wish more people would do it because it really is a wonderful experience. And it's not scary if you come from your center because your center will always guide you to the truth. Yeah, I mean, our higher self is always guiding us. And, mm-hmm. uh, um, and, and we've also got many, you know, beautiful light beings that support our journey yes. as well. And so it's very safe. And for the most part, people have an amazing time and, and they enjoy it. And then, of course, you know, this is for me, this is the beauty of um, more looking at the parallel lives and future lives in that often when people come for past life regression, um, either they're coming out of interest, curiosity, you know, Mm -hmm. maybe it's a soul calling, right? And um, often they've also got kind of stuff that they're wanting to clear. So it may be phobias or anxiety or something like that, you know? Um, And so then we may be kind of going back in and we might reconnect with some of that. Um, But I mean, there's always a healing, no matter what journey we do, whether it's wrecking for some people it's recognizing it's their first um experience of recognizing that actually you know you don't die and we go into the past life and then we go through the death Mm -hmm. experience and then we go to the other side and see what happens there and so it's just such a great um you know wake up Mm. for people and again with the um with the galactic i found people that had done a lot of past life regression but they hadn't done um as much sort of life between lives and connecting Mm. soul councils and and they hadn't done kind of like the future so that's amazing you know to kind of see some of the journeys that i did were um like three hours which might seem a long time but when you're in trance it's no god it's nothing there is no time right (laughs) so but it's really interesting because people went sort of to a past life and then they went to in between life and then they went to a future life not necessarily intentionally Mm. right because i very much allow people to go where their um higher self wanted to take them but yeah so interesting and um the revelations are amazing you know people clear illnesses Mm-hmm. or um, issues that are in their life and they kind of go to a parallel life and see that actually it's the same it's a different life right or a different yes. experience different body but actually there's some similar themes mm-hmm. and so the higher self always takes us to what's appropriate and that's magical as well right if you visit two or three lives it might get little mm. flashes of different ones or you know it might call piggyback go into one life and then all of a sudden you kind of like hang on a minute <laughs> where are we going now oh we're in another life right and and um but there's themes mm. and so the higher self is so amazing um to be able to guide that journey and just take you where you need to go um yeah. and, and what to see whatever you need to see and as you say at the right time sometimes i remember my first i don't know how, how long ago you had your first past life regression but i remember having a past life regression and um, I was so excited and wanting to know kind of like, you know, what I was in the past life. And um, I can remember lying on this couch and it was a guy who was doing regression with me and I wasn't seeing anything. And I'm, I'm all sense and hear things and say, so but I wasn't seeing anything. Um, and I, I can see, but it's not my, my biggest sense. Um, anyway, I was like, oh, no, I can't see anything. And he would ask me these questions and I would say, no, nothing. And then I said, there's a brick wall. And then it was fog. And I was kind of my unconscious putting up all of these blocks yes. and you know he kept uh, talking me through and and then it was just so interesting because I didn't know how long I was in trance for but 
um, it was as if somebody shone, you know, like a car. Mm. I don't know what they call it now. There's um, some equipment that mechanics use and it's to do with the timing or something. Right. <laughs> anyway, it kind of flashes a light, right? And it was just like somebody had that on my third eye, right? Mm-hmm. It was all flashing really fast and, and quick. And of course, I just woke up and, and was thought, well, where's his torch? I was certain that he had some light yeah. and he was flashing at me, you know? And so my unconscious at that time, or my soul wasn't ready at that time. You right. Know? to actually see or or experience that somehow or maybe I I just didn't feel safe with that person but yeah because I was so excited and I was like oh that's really annoying yes um um, having I'm a seer so everything I do is visual um and and my sight and my feeling are attached so what I feel I see and what I see I feel and so from, I understand what you mean about, you know, the brick wall for a long, long time. I had this brick wall. I couldn't go around it, above it, under it. It didn't matter how enthusiastic I was or coming at it with, you know, like a big wrecking ball. I couldn't break it until someone removed about 152 lifetimes from me. And then that wall came crumbling down. And then it was the discovery of what's on the other side. Um, I've always been a traveler, but that was spiritually but you know kind of emotionally I couldn't break through anything because of all these past lives holding me down we do need to recognize the past lives because sometimes it's that past life residual that just goes from one life to the other and it's not wisdom it's pain or trauma or drama and if we don't you know address it we're going to keep carrying it with us and it's going to become our our mental block that's going to stop us actually hearing the real truth or understanding what we're really here for or where we're going or or even the ability to go. So some of our past life experiences are wonderful and we want to keep them. You know, that, that made me this today and I love this gift the past life gave me, but some of them we really do need to clear because we just can't keep taking them from one life to the other. Mm. Yeah. And and often our soul will come in with, kind of like a, a mission in terms of what we're here to do or experience in, in this life and often it's kind of like well, whatever happened then we're kind of going to clear that up or clear up the connection because we have this um, experiences obviously with other people right we don't come into life and kind of uh, we're not on our own and so often there are all kinds of oaths or vows or you know mm-hmm. call it karma um, people have all ideas about what karma is but um it's, it's just kind of unresolved. Right. Stuff, right. In, yeah. in terms. And so we're wanting to kind of clear that up so that we can not have these quantum entanglements where mm-hmm. we're kind of still attracting similar situations, right, in this life or future lives. So, yeah, it's just. Um, but you, so you don't always know. Yeah, you don't always know you know what what are you seeing in the now or you know a future self what are you seeing until you you've you've been clear of which is past life experience and which is present or future life experience because as you said they're parallel and they can all come into one but sometimes you could be having what you thought or think is a bad future experience but really it's still just the past experience popping in there raising its head because you know okay you haven't resolved me yet I'm going to come and jump in and join this party yes 
Yeah, um, it, it's kind of, it's all very unconscious. And so, mm. you know, we can be triggered in this um, current life, in the now, in a situation. And it could be, you know, some very unconscious aspect from a past life. Not always, um, it's not always kind of exactly the same, but it could no. be some sort of context. Something's happened and it's just triggered that, you know, uh, I work a lot with people, as you know, with with um, in business and spiritual business mm-hmm. and with a lot of healers and spiritual people. And, and very often, um, you know, they're, they're amazing, big hearts, amazing, want to get their gifts out in the world. And very often they have blocks with the throat chakra around yes. past life persecution, you know, the witch wound, the healer wound, mm-hmm. um, this kind of thing. Um, and of course, we can have that on many levels. We can have it on the ancestral level. But um, yeah, it's just so amazing when you shift that to actually see quite rapid i'm often amazed by how rapid the results are um, changing you know changing the beliefs that we took on uh, because some people when they do past life it's about okay well you know you were that in the past life that's what happened and so now you don't need to to do that anymore mm-hmm. right and a very basic um i like to kind of go deep because i know that that's that doesn't work for me you know mm-hmm. it's kind of like okay so what was the soul learning from that lifetime right right yes um because that's the point you know it's that we can say oh you know well that time we you know let's say we <laughs> let's say we had our head chopped off or something it's just the first thing that came in um let's just say that, that they've done that <laughs> <laughs> many times yeah if it wasn't the guillotine it was something else yes. yeah so it's like we had that and what do we learn from it what did we feel about that because when somebody passes to the spirit world in that well they may not go where they're supposed to go for a start um and so then there's kind of like a you know their energy is kind of like what i call frozen in time and space yeah, yeah? and so we want to, to kind of like regain our power and, and call back our soul fragments but we need to heal the traumas you were talking about yes. we need to see also what is it that the soul was learning why did mm. we create that situation because we're not victims mm. so before life we agree we have preconception contracts about what it is that we're going to do when we're here and what our soul wants to learn. And so if we want to learn about, um, let's say, forgiveness, mm. we might have, you know, asked for somebody to come in and be the bad guy or the bad woman, right? And I don't know, chop our head off or whatever it is, hopefully not that extreme <laughs> in this day and age, right? But um, it's like we've been through all these different experiences. Um, and it's like, what are we learning? Because once we've got the learning, then we don't have to repeat it. But if we don't get the learning, then we may still find ourselves on some level, maybe not as extreme, but we may still find ourselves kind of having a lot of conflict with people or having to mm. fight or defend ourselves or uh, people don't hear us. All those kind of things that might link in with that kind of like persecution. Yes. In, in the past life. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, 94, you know, did that past life cleansing of 152 lifetimes i know i've been around for a long time the soul has but mm, that's a lot um, of lifetimes oh but even uh, since then um, um somebody was working on me on the cellular structure oh. and she was saying okay for the last f- you've you've signed a vow of poverty for the last 50 lifetimes and what shucks that explains a great deal and the other was the because i've i've always been a soul awakener that was what i came to earth to do um, I was persecuted. So I've been burnt at the stake. I've been drowned. I've been probably chopped off. You know, I've been through the whole thing. And it was, um, 
it was easier to get to to acknowledge that and to release that because I always know that now we don't realize what a great gift of time we're in where we can speak spirituality when we can speak like we're speaking right now and the white coats aren't knocking at the door whereas in the past you know hysteria or evil uh, a witch or anything like that so that was easy enough to let go of the vow of poverty though has been one that it doesn't matter how much I've tried to diminish it, blow it up, drown it, sink it, drop it up. It's still been one that keeps kind of following me. So there are some lives that, past lives that is easy to, to resolve on. I'm no longer in that space. That space is no longer with me. I can let it go. But there are always some that like to still travel with you and not so easy to get rid of. We have to be a little bit more persistent with them, don't we? For sure. I think I remember we did something um, in one of the shows because we did yes. three, didn't we? So we did yes, because it was around that. finances, yes. Yes, <laughs> I think I remember that was that was something, I think that might have been something to do with the vow thing. Because, mm. you know, it's like we work in different ways and, and um, you know, we can clear a lot. Um, like, so there's a difference. It depends. You can work with past life in lots of ways. So I kind of do some other modalities that I can work with them in that way. Um theta healing I can work with the past and the ancestral and the soul level and you know but what you know what the difference is when you're working in trance and experiencing you know you're not experiencing the whole life obviously but when you're in trance and you're experiencing it feels so real yes and so you really get kind of like wow that information becomes conscious obviously we can hop forward to some interesting pieces right or we might go to pick up the the gifts you know like healing gifts or creativity gifts or I don't know maybe maybe we should look at a lifetime when you were great with money right <laughs> right yes it was so far back I need to go back away <laughs> I, have to, I have to say that money is being kinder to me now that yeah. it's a, a sustainability is there Yes. But, you know, and now I would like growth and abundance to come into the vocabulary <laughs> um, yeah and that's the future thing, isn't it? It's, it's looking at the future thing. Now, I'm very much a believer mm. that the seeds that you, uh, that you plant now and water and nurture are those that are going to grow tomorrow. Yeah. Um, but we can kind of have a vision of tomorrow. I'm constantly getting visions. Now, mm. that doesn't mean it's going to happen tomorrow. Right? No. You know, I'm, I'm given visions. I'm given this. This is what you need to accomplish and, and uh, as I'm a visual, I'll then create a graphic that is, that's going to match that. How I'm going to get there or with whom or when is up to the journey. Because although you may see something from the future, there is no timetable with it because, again, there is no time. It's about the synchronicity of putting things together as to when it will be. Yeah, and that's the, the funnest thing, isn't it? Because there's no time, often mm-hmm. spirit will give us information or our higher self will give us information and we could be like, oh, that looks good. You know, I know that I'm always, pretty much always, like I'm here now, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm pretty much always in the future. Yeah. I notice I do things sometimes when I work um, you know, very energetically, so um, which it can be frustrating. So a lot of people um, that are 
I wouldn't say spiritual, everybody's spiritual, but you know, a lot of people that are yeah. spiritual, in they tune. work very much, yeah, energetically. And so they're creating something and then they wonder why it's not actually moving forward that quickly. Hey, I, I, I manifested from Amazon. Why isn't it yeah. here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing, and then, you know, you can, oh, well, you know, you didn't, didn't manifest the time. You would have asked right. for the time and you got it. We can't control it all. But, you know, the thing is often we are in the future. So we're creating yes. something now um you know and then it's like well but it's not working now it's not ready now yes. and then like you're in the future now you've just gone to the beach exactly this is exactly <laughs> where i want to go and love it comes it. up in every show very appropriately you know for people just listening it's the fern tree and the water it. and like that is where i'd like to be in the future teleporting a fleeting yeah. vision of the future well that's just like the, the journey right because yes. sometimes it's like we find ourselves somewhere in the you know in the middle of nowhere i remember um I've been my train now because I haven't got a clue what I was talking about before, but never mind. We might come back to it. Um, it's all in the same so breath. Funny. So, like those those kind of shots of being like, here I am now, right? Mm-hmm. And here's Sarah on the beach, right? Yes. It's like that because there's yes. no time. Right. And so, if you're wanting, let's go back to the future bit. So, if you have a vision for the future, right? Um, I teach a workshop called Create Your Greatest Future. And part of that is kind of like the, the belief and the, the energetic work, but it's also about connecting with the future self, mm-hmm. right? Because when we connect with the future self or the past self, the, <laughs> what we're doing is we're actually collapsing time and space. We're working right. in the collapsing time and space. And so it's like that, right? Mm-hmm. And so if we can do that, we can, we can shorten that, that learning um, gap right because who we are now and and like a, a result or a project that you want to create is it takes time in this reality right yeah. you know, we have to learn and we have to do this this and this um but actually when you go and connect with your future self and you ask your future self so what did you do mm. to get here and we kind of like reverse engineer it right yes yes, yes. And sometimes it's kind of like well step 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 um, so you can reverse engineer it that way. And sometimes, you know, a lot of it is energetic. Mm-hmm. So it's like, who is that future you being? And usually the future you um, is different in some way, right? Well, it... So they might be more confident. They might mm-hmm. have made different choices that are more risky, that maybe where you are right now, you wouldn't dream of doing that, right? But the future right. self has done that. And so there's so much knowledge and information, but also the energetics of it and actually embodying that, uh, the courage or confidence or the creativity or the, you know, like all I've left self-doubt behind and Mm -hmm. now I'm, you know, taking risks and I'm doing this, that and the other. Um, So it's really useful to be able to actually download that in the cells of our body so that actually we can be that now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's three movies that come to mind, actually, like uh, there's the Doctor Strange um where she she pushes uh, his mentor pushes him out of his body and say what do you think you are just matter and then he goes traveling right um, mm-hmm. but then there's the scene where he has this bracelet where he can just completely turn back time but he can also work things out he can do a million different equations as to you know which one will be the right one and gosh don't we wish we could all do that but um and a couple of other movies like Tenant and and something else where uh, they're on a, a past present and future loop all the time Mm. and I know for a lot of people but hang on how could he be in the future if he's in the past and he doesn't know about the future well that all depends on which time frame his consciousness is in 
uh-huh. right in the memory consciousness so it's it's always very very fascinating and to basically kind of our human mind it's hard to grasp but mm. our soul and spirit mind is a state that it lives in all the time mm. yeah i mean it is you know for my brain i mean i've all I've, like 30 years now i've kind of been exploring on this journey and and um you know it's all deep dive mm-hmm. into that and um still my conscious mind does spirit what are always in meditation i'm often getting these things and i'm kind of like well that's quantum physics i know kind of i know what you're on about but i don't get it yes. right um and so it's but it's really interesting right because it doesn't matter that we don't completely grasp it with our conscious mind because we're understanding on some other level and that information is going more, it's coming through into the conscious. Yes. We don't have to get our heads around it, right? We can just let it go over our heads. Well, yeah, allow, allow what you yeah. need to know in the now, right? So you don't need to have yeah. the quantum physics, you know, uh, yeah. knowledge to understand it is, is what does it mean to your now? Don't worry yeah. about the mechanics of it. Yeah, but we can actually have, you know, the energetic. So a lot of the time when I'm working with, well, both with past, well, <laughs> yeah both with past and more so I guess with um the future lives and the and the galactic lives um or connecting with galactic beings uh, so I went into <laughs> recently I had a, a past life regression with somebody and I went into a lifetime that kind of seemed a little bit dull and mm-hmm. I, was a, I was a male and I was working with horses and with these um wheels right and I think I was shooing the horses and some kind of with these wheels. Anyway, that went to, to the death scene and I had been hit over the head and um, with a horse's hoof. <laughs> so I can't quite remember what happened, but, but it was something like um, the horse. I'd, I kind of got there and then I realised what had happened. Oh, yeah. So the horse had hit me over the head. The horse had reared up, knocked me on the head. I then went under the cart. Mm. Right. <clears throat> I'm like, that was, sounds good, doesn't it? When you go to the spirit world, oh, what happened to you? I got run over by a horse. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Not so bright. Anyway, then... Just wrong timing. I... You ended at the wrong time. <laughs> <laughs> and then I went forward. And then it was seemed like I was forever walking, 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 right? And, and then it was very interesting. Went into this cave and there I connected with some beings. So it was mm. kind of like flipped into another time. And I was connecting with some beings, but the thing that surprised me in there, and I, like I say, I shouldn't be surprised really after all these years, but um, I was am. Um, and so I went, went into the cave where I was connecting and looking at the stars and I connected with these people that were coming and I had these two guides and she asked me what their names were. And straight away I got uh, the names, which weren't at all familiar to me, you know? And the fact, and names is an interesting one because I remember I've done quite a lot of them um, trance work and channeling with mediumship and so forth and sitting in circles and, and um, when people would ask me who was speaking I would always have this little thing in my head which was, was kind of like oh you know they think I'm making it up and so I kind of didn't like giving names sometimes people, the spirits would come to me and they would give me names yeah. um, but in this thing when I'm channeling I, it kind of like makes me question myself and it kind of just takes the energy off so it's like don't ask me right um you know because it's not really that imp- that important and um so, yeah, it was very interesting because they just came straight up. So she asked me the names. It was like Iaku and Jahika. Mm. And I'm like, wow, 
that's interesting <laughs> because so I was the significance to it obviously where yeah. half the time there isn't mm. yeah but it was to me I was like well I know I'm not making that up right yeah um uh, and um because obviously I was I did, we did a very long session and I don't normally do them this long but um I think it was something like four hours in the end but it was very very interesting <laughs> Um, Again, there, them, there is no time when you're traveling yeah, well, right? we kind of did it online right and it was another person who's um you know interested in the quantum hypnotherapy so um obviously it's kind of interesting right and so it was it was just so interesting but the fun another funny thing with that one was because often I mean when I started out doing hypnosis I didn't do it online mm. uh, and then some people still say you can't do it online it works perfectly online but I but you know we had an issue with the internet so the internet did <laughs> right yes. yes so all of a sudden so she was working on me all of a sudden I said okay so her voice is gone so obviously something's happened on the internet and I kind of just got up but then then we reconnected that was fine but it was interesting because I did end up um feeling very weird mm. you know like I was really hot and then uh, I was like oh I've got to take my jumper off and this that and the other and then I felt sick and I had to go to the bathroom and be sick so I was like well so that is you know like something happened right mm. And so very, very rare that that um, happens. And that's never happened to me before. Mm. But it was very like, well, we were working with clearing some energies as well and working on my back. And so it was very interesting because that obviously was was, um, what needed to happen in order to energy and and also yeah. when, when these things happened oh it must be bad no you know there's all forms of ways of of releasing and cleansing and you could develop a fever and have sweats and you're sweating it out you know you mm. can vomit it out diarrhea it out yeah. whatever the thing is yeah. the whole point is it's releasing and yeah. and that goes back to then how your body's going to release and mm. you know it's going to hit your body uh, cycle um and uh, wherever that weakness is or whatever, that's the way it's going to purge itself. You, you mentioned earlier about when you look at your future self and you're different. And I think it's because we have, we, if we're on this journey, truthfully, we're constantly elevating our frequency, mm. our hurts. And so, you know, we're into that love vibration, into that cosmic vibration. And when we look at our future, we've already risen up to that higher frequency and it's very comforting to look at yourself in the future and know that you haven't stayed stagnant that you are mm. constantly in growth because that's what the the human experience is, is is to allow our spirits and our souls to channel to to rise up to that collective having that at all experience we're meant to grow we're meant mm. to constantly allow that energy in and allow us to transcend us into a higher level so don't be afraid of that i mean that fear is a human it's a human thing and then i know you must get a lot with your work yeah but what about the demons and the devils or i don't want somebody coming out of me and it has happened to me because i wasn't properly prepared i didn't realize which door i was opening and i did have a body snatcher and it took four people to hold me down as apparently i'm trying to tear my skin off my body and then wow. I hemorrhaged half of my body's blood. Yeah, there are, those experiences can happen, but I hadn't done any preparation of kind of preparing myself. I was too much in, investigative without protection. And there's always that intent behind it where you do need to mm. ask for that guidance and ask for that protection because yeah. 
there are negative entities out there that would love to get hold of you and come back. <laughs> so, but it isn't the norm <laughs> before people panic. <laughs> yes, that's, that's an extreme experience to have. I mean, I have had experiences, not necessarily in, um, well, the person was in trance, but I remembered as you were talking about that, I remember working with um, somebody, I was doing Reiki on them and all of it, and they were on a couch and then all of a sudden, I kind of thought in a minute, they, their eyes were going to the back of their heads. Mm. They were in theater, but they were kind of like more. I thought in a minute, it's going to lift off this couch and start frothing at the mouth <laughs> or something, right? And, I, and there was all this fear coming up, right? And so yes. I was calling in mm. the archangels and, and my team to say, right, you know, sort this out. Mm. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it is important to have that um safe space to be able to yeah. Um, process so yeah thankfully I haven't had um you know kind of situations as extreme as that I have had I did do a it was a theatre course actually but I had a, three people that were coming from Spain and um and it was in person and I can't remember what exercise we were doing but we were doing some clearing and they were they were saying that they had been in a class and a lot of people were being sick and I'm kind of like, well, it's not necessary for you to be sick. It's not like you have to be. Yes. So I'm kind of thinking on my carpet, thinking, actually, there's not such a good way to be. <laughs> buckets everywhere. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, sometimes, you know, um, sometimes people, are, if people are clearing kind of like abuse type issues, sometimes mm. it can be that the body needs to purge in that yes. way. And that's yes. um, a good thing. But also it can be within um, the collective beliefs, you know. Yes, so it's a psychological thing. Yes. It work. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes it's like, oh, our unconscious or, yeah, our unconscious wants that proof, right? The part of us that's doubting is like if it wasn't like that, I might not have been so like, wow, but mm. for me, that was definitely, well, that hasn't happened before. So that was amazing that, you know, the, the names came in really clear and I, you know, so that was, and, and then equally, you know, with the, the sick thing, it was like, well, that was certainly interesting. Yes. Well, you know, I think people, because of the movies, et cetera, you know, expect people's heads to be spinning around and yeah, coming out of them. And it's like, you know, that is not the purge. Although, yes, yes, there have been cases, but it is not the norm. And But yeah, your body is going to react in whichever way. But, you know, don't let your psychological assumption get in the way. Because your body, you know, I know that when I did the 152 lifetime thing, she had to keep stopping because she was doing it by pendulum. So I had to keep going to the bathroom. You know, it's just everything was just clearing right out of me. And um, but it was amazing afterwards how that wall was lifted. And it was like, gosh, you know, now I'm in self-discovery of who really I am and not my past package. And what from the past do I want to bring with me? And that is all the accumulative wisdom I've had. Uh, through journey in life that has created me to be who I am that I wanted to take with me but let all the other stuff go Mm. yeah I mean it's it's, um often people kind of have these ideas about what they think so sometimes people have come and they have an idea about lifetimes that they know they might have some memories Mm -hmm. of uh, certain lifetimes um and then they can be surprised that that doesn't show up or something completely different shows yes. up, right? Or, you know... Thinking, but that's already been released. You're bringing yeah. up the suppression. Yes, 
exactly. And so, I mean, what is interesting is sometimes there are different ways that you can work with a past life. So, for example, if you had the pendulum, mm-hmm. um, well, like working with the Akashic Records or spiritual response yeah. therapy, something like that. Yeah. Um, so that's that's really useful. And, you know, it's different because you're not necessarily getting all of the information or mm. feeling it for yourself. And, and um, I mean, I like to work quickly. So I like doing uh, theatre to kind of clear things. But to have that felt sense like I really love to do um the galactic stuff Mm. as kind of like you know the experiential um yeah that yeah I haven't tried to do that actually with the other but yeah so it's kind of like the activations that come in or the information like I had because people have we have different forms Mm -hmm. and so I've had a few people we've done um like dragons fairies Mm -hmm. uh somebody was riding on the back of Aslan Mm -hmm. you know and and yeah all kinds of amazing adventures and I'm like gosh this could be put into a film you know yes yes. (laughs) well where do you think these movie ideas come from well exactly somebody who's had that kind of experience and wants to share that experience and we call it mythology and i think it's just metaphysical just transformed into into a visual and why are we hungry for those kind of movies because it is reflecting some experience we're going through yes the funny thing was because i was doing quite a lot for this project and in a short period of time um I had some, I've been growing vegetables last year and, or tried to, and, and I'd gone Good down thing to, to do during COVID. <laughs> gone down to check the veg, to, I'll check on the veggies, see what was happening. And um, then, I, then I saw this, um, is it called this? Yeah, a cricket. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I could hear the noise first of all. And I was like, oh, there he is. Okay, so I was like, oh, that was fun. Anyway, the next day I did a session with somebody and as their body was changing, as they were going through different dimensions, all of a sudden um, their body, they said, um, I think I'm, um, what was it cricket that they said? I think I'm a cricket or my body's, you know, going into, I thought, well, that's funny because I saw one. Mm-hmm. And then it was, it didn't, it kind of shifted and, it, and she said, oh, she said, I'm a praying mantis. Ah. All right. And I was like, oh, this is interesting. <laughs> so let's, you know, see where this, where this is going. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's so interesting because like when you're in it, everything is so real. And so there's some very good um, video that I have of that. Mm. Sessions, which some I've, I've put up, but I've got some more to put up on, on uh, YouTube. But yeah. But so, we, we, we kind of identify with something, don't we? It's, you know, for mm. me, it's always been the, the eagle, but a phoenix eagle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. So you know, I'm I'm one of these people that travel up and then burst into flames. But I like, yeah. I'm I'm um, like um, somebody I knew very well was looked at people's energy, and you know was saying that my energy is upside down. Most people get their energy from the earth up. I get it from the universe down. Uh, in fact, I find it sometimes very hard to walk on walk on the planet. I love the planet, appreciate it, but you know because it's too much of of people's pain in there or the Earth's pain yeah. in there. Um, but you know the eagle being able to see from above, but it's always going into those great heights, bursting into flames and coming back again because I can go extreme. And but I think we we discover kind of what it is you know, what kind of creature we are, whether mythical or not or whatever, because we identify with that and mm-hmm. kind of identify with the way it sees or interacts. Mm. Do you have one? <clears throat> do I have um? Do I have one? Yeah. 
wonder if the listeners have one. Um, <clears throat> I have connected with Phoenix. Um, Eagle had a lot of connecting with Eagle when I was um, a lot younger because uh, my first spirit guides that came through were Native American. Mm-hmm. So I was often, they would talk about the Eagle and I was often up there with Eagle. Um, but yeah, it's interesting that, I mean, there's, I've also, it's so funny when you look at your life or things that you've done and you see the influences yes. from these. So um, I've got some meditations and one of the meditations that I did is called Mermaids, Dolphins and Pearls, mm. right? Now, and it's kind of like you go through the chakras and stuff and then you play with the dolphin and then you, you end up with a, yes. a pearl um, that goes in your belly button, <laughs> <laughs> as you do. Um, so why was I telling you this? Right, yeah, because then it was like, I can understand how, but part of my inspiration from that was my uncle used to draw, he's in spirit now, but he used to draw and there's, so there's a picture of him, he did a mural and um, that had a treasure trove mm. and a mermaid and Neptune with his fork and, and pearls um, training out, no dolphins in it. But that was, I don't think there were. Anyway, that was kind of like the inspiration in part. But then I also know that I have kind of like a mermaid mm. energy. Yeah, I've got a lot of water and, and kind of like there's a lot of, um, I love being in the water and underwater. And so you must be a water sign. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm not... I mean, I'm I'm air sign actually. What sign are you? I'm uh, well. Um, astrology. I'm Libra. But uh-huh. um, we're, when looking at um, the other personality traits and things, I am totally an air sign. I mm. have to be constantly in fluid. But then water yeah. comes after that. So yeah, yeah. I have got quite a lot of water. That's kind of like one of my. I say water and air and. Mm. Um, yeah, Needs the constantly on the move, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I've got Scorpio, Scorpio rising, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, there, there's all this kind of like, you know, you're talking about the extreme stuff. So kind of like I see that as kind of like diving really deep and then going really high. It's all yeah. kind of like the extremes and, and it's all about the depth and like sex, death, rebirth. So mm-hmm. perfect for my soul's journey, right? Mm-hmm. To have that as, as my rising sign. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just incredible kind of like where we can go and, and um, what we can discover. Yeah. And I think it's, it's um, you know, very often I'll remember an experience and then realize, no, I, I didn't actually do that. I have to think, did I do that in this, this lifetime in this body? I know I experienced it, but which dimension was it? And yeah. there, are, there are some dimensions I'd love to go back to. Oh, my God, I would love to go back to. But, you know, it's... Um, I think we go to them at the time because there's something we're meant to experience. And yeah. um, then we go into other dimensions at, at other times, but I haven't got the frequency to go back to that one. I'd love to, because <laughs> there's a couple of them that were just, ah, oh, divine, divine, the feeling. And, but I think that's also the, the reason for, for one of them in particular is to know that there is peace within, that there is tranquility. There is the absolute, ah, <sighs> you know, mm. of, of words that are, there aren't any words to describe. Yeah. And it was for me to experience that in that dimension, to know that I can bring it back into this one. Yeah. Well, and to know that that's always with us, right? Because yes. we have this concept of kind of like, um, let's say the other dimensions or heaven or, mm. you know, up there and we're down here, but we exist on all of these planes of existence. So we're in all of these dimensions. Right. And so it's like, it's already within us yes yeah um and that you know like a, a great way to connect um people talk about going up right that's one way to do it 
but it's like we don't have to go outside of ourselves because no. everything is within us so yes you know that phrase the kingdom of heaven is within you yes um, the core the universe right the multiverse yes. is yes. within us yes so you know for those of you listening that are kind of like well you know that's interesting and how can you you kind of like begin to explore that a little bit there's lots of different ways but you know just ask a question sit with a question when you mm. ask your unconscious um or ask the, the universe a question it will give you an answer right mm -hmm. it's like google and so it's like if you sit quietly and you close your eyes and you ask you know so um is there you know another lifetime that has information or insight wisdom for me right now or healing for me right now or if you go into your heart in your heart it's like a doorway yes into the cosmos right um and you will just ask for for love and for guidance and for ask for the you know the earth to hold you so ground yourself into the roots of of the um ground roots down into the earth connect with the crystal grids just allow yourself to relax and trust in that um beautiful loving energy that the energy of source the energy of creator yeah yes and you'll be amazed at kind of you know what's possible even mm. when you're just sat doing this for yourself you know yeah um so if i ask if i ask you questions mm -hmm. right you'll probably come up with some information right without thinking about it the knowingness um, yes yeah yeah and it's really interesting because we think we have to go really deep and you know obviously that's an experience and and very different but just asking some questions so often people have you know like um like what was your if you could go back in time, where would be a time that you would want to go back to? Mm. Have you got a favourite one for that? I'd like to go back to Egypt. Um, in this lifetime or, a past, or different lifetimes? In another lifetime. Um, I don't know the name of the place, but yes, I most certainly would like to go back to that place where, where it was absolutely supreme love and peace. Mm -hmm. I'd love to go and, back And was there. that kind of like the energy of was it like <laughs> I was going to say humanity then <laughs> well, was it the beings that was it kind of like a collective consciousness and everybody was in that yes yeah, so there, there really were many people per se around and right. it, it was these exquisite rock formations that were like flaky pastry you know just uh -huh. exquisite colors and everything and wonderful bright beautiful colorful caves that uh -huh. led to this exquisite beach and that's the reason why that beach thing keeps coming up <laughs> and but the water was just so gentle and so pure and so clear and and it was just feeling the images around me just feeling the love around me and it was at a particular time where I had kind of guarded my heart for something I was going through divorce and my heart had kind of not shut down completely because I can't do that, but, you know, put a wall up around it. And I was just trying, I think, trying to find, you know, what, what am I here for? Mm. And uh, it was uh, taken to that journey. And I just remember just walking into the water and just feeling the blanket of love and supreme mm. truth and the knowingness. Don't worry, it will all be revealed when it needs to be revealed. We mm. are your strength. We are your love. We will always be with you. And then kind of when I came back, feeling that that love and core, obviously within me, it was always mm. there, but it was ignited. And mm. uh, so it's, yeah, I mean, always love to go back and swim in those waters for sure. But That's really imagine, funny. You know, with a closed heart, you can't allow anything through. So the heart, however injured, needs to be open. Yeah. 
Yeah, I love that. I've just picked a couple of cards just where you were talking. So I just shuffled up. These are the past. I picked these up just before we started thinking maybe they'll come in handy. Mm -hmm. But I've picked, I've picked for you Atlantis. No, uh, yes. you're know, right? talking about the yeah. water. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I've also picked another one, Native American. Mm, interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. The Atlantis, so, actually, just before you go yeah. there, I interviewed a woman who channeled the Atlantean um, entire experiences before it sank and oh. why it sank and she literally channeled all of this information and as i was reading it i knew i'd been there yes now the yes. native indian that is definitely different for me because i have felt more with the african-american uh, the um african people from africa mm -hmm. i mm -hmm. have felt more in tuned with that with native mm -hmm. uh, indian I've, uh, although great respect i've never had a connection so it's interesting that you've brought mm. that up interesting mm. And, and yeah, that is interesting. I mean, I, like I started off with um, my first guide that came to me was African. Mm. And mind you, when he came, I kind of thought, who does he think he is? I was a bit naive <laughs> back then. He told me, these were his words, crown me king of kings. My name is Abraham. Mm. And my, the clothes I wore were made of natural material. And I was like, and? <laughs> but what right but uh, but crown me king of kings who does he think he is well yes. <laughs> he was an african chief <laughs> yes well maybe he was egyptian chief um but anyway i didn't really connect with him right he's kind of like been there but i didn't really connect um with him because i kind of like was that but the native americans came in with a beautiful heart energy and that and mm. and i was so connected with with that um, but then when I went traveling, I would pick up, um, you know, kind of like in, when I went to Australia, I picked up an Aboriginal guy mm. that was telling me I wanted to cry when I saw the trees and it was like he was going to keep the trees. He was so <laughs> proud of them. And, you know, and all of, it was kind of just very interesting. I trained an Indian head massage and I picked mm. up another guy and I trained in acupuncture and picked up a Chinese influence yes. you know orientals definitely had a huge impact yeah, yeah. so you know it's it's beautiful uh, and like you know we've had many lifetimes and the other thing i wanted to say is that you know um sometimes we have what's called imprinting mm. which is that we don't we haven't necessarily lived that life that we might connect with and, and experience but it's like an imprint on us mm -hmm. yeah um, so, you know, in trance, I have been wailing for my Lord who was on the cross. And my name was Mary. And in my head, I was saying, him, you were not Mary Magdalene, right? Or, or uh, you know, Mother Mary or whatever. But, you know, a lot of people have that because they're all connected with that soul group. Right. right? Yes. Um, and with that monad. And so, um, you know, it's, it's fascinating. But sometimes people, you know, there's a lot of people that have had lifetimes as, um, you know, let's say Cleopatra or Nefertiti mm -hmm. or whatever. Um, and it may be that it's actually an imprint. And so it's kind of like a record and there's something yeah. within that lifetime that will serve you. Yeah. 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 yeah I, I can't say that life. I'm, I know that I've been an executioner at some point um, and even a murderer. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. um, because I, I know that at a very clear image is somebody trying to commit murder and I say, hang on, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> Let me show you how. So I don't know if that was an imprint or what that was or which lifetime that uh -huh. was in. But uh -huh. um, I very, really kind of 
feel any particular one type of thing. It's, it's the, the entity that I go in is very cosmic, mm. very cosmic. So it, but my African guy was Mr. Tibbs mm -hmm. and uh, he was a chief. He was, you know, yeah. king of his tribe, yeah. incredibly humble. And it yeah. was one of the reasons why we had to go and live in South Africa was for me to be a part of that African and it's the beat, it's the rhythm. Yeah. It's the, it, it was that connection to the earth's heart, um, mm. which was wonderful. Maybe the native Indian is coming up now because although they very much respect the earth, it is about the alignment with the stars or the alignment mm. with the cosmos. So yeah, um, yeah very interesting you've picked that one. Mm. Atlantean though, yes, I definitely get. Yeah. So I want, you know, like if I was to say to you, um, you know, what, like your favourite food, the thing, the countries that you like, yeah? So just for our kind of um, listeners, viewers, that, you know, think about your favourite food, think about, um, you know, what's your favourite country or what type of countries you like. So, like, I love mountains and lakes. Mm -hmm. um, I've always loved to travel. Mm. Um, I always, you know, I know that I'm connected with... Um, whether it's imprint or, or maybe it isn't. I haven't mm. done as much exploration with it other than, you know, like fragments of that that have come up, but I know my heart. Yes. Um, my heart is with kind of like Syria, Iran, Iraq, that is, and there's a Stargate there, right? And so oh, really? the whole history, yeah, and Persia, you know? Mm. And so it's kind of like, yeah, I could cry for, you know, what's what's happening there. And, yes. And, um, yeah, and so it's very interesting that we have these kind of like then they're unconscious memories, mm. so they're not fully. We've just got like little fragments of them, or like oh, I really like to go there, or I love Italian food, or I love you know. Yeah, well, it's the Mediterranean countries for me. Right. Yeah. I love I love the exuberance of life. Mm. Um, I love the the connection to living. You know, it's it is very much about you know, the joy of living, which I find many other cultures, it's about the duty of living and not the joy. Mm. And I love the joy of, of living. So I mean, my favorite countries uh, as far as Mediterranean have been, has been um, Spain, Greece, Italy. Um, I would love to go back to the Caribbean. I really want to go to New Orleans. Um, mm. The music and the food, but it's also about that rhythm of life. So I like movement i like rhythm i like music i like the joy you know the the people that live in their sensuality of yeah. all of their senses and they really get out there and, and ex exuberate that life and i connect with that and yeah. I, I don't always get to feel like that around a lot of people so when you are around those people where it is about life and enjoying it and immersing yourself into it you know i really feel there is the permission for me to be me yeah that's interesting isn't it because um i know often when i um i think um i don't know if it's english people have there, there is this kind of culture in england that we kind of um are very are perhaps correct you know and then so yes. there's something about um how we speak and i know for me i have a thing around noise right i'm clairaudience i have a lot of sensitivity to noise but i've always had this bugbear when um, you're in a restaurant and people are talking really loud. Yeah. 
and because I kind of it's like oh and then I'm like why do people have to speak so loud (laughs) because I can't hear and then I have to shout to be heard yes I don't like that so much but but I find that you know they have an amazing time right they're just kind of like loud and but it's it's not everybody being loud to out loud each other you know it is more of an invitation to come and be loud with us and then everybody's yeah. the same tone so yeah, yeah. you know I find like going into restaurants nowadays where it's just loud music or loud tv or loud something around yeah and the aesthetics you know that kind of loud I can't hear yeah. myself eat never mind think yeah. but when you're around that joy there's yeah. a rhythm to it yeah and that's what I really do enjoy. And, and I think that's what I really loved about the African people is that sense of rhythm. And, you know, I'm here in Canada. We have a lot of huge amount of native Indian influence here. But as I said, it's not, although I absolutely revere the, uh, the culture, it's not what one I've yet identified with. Whereas with the African, even the Egyptian, um, the Atlantean, you know, going back way, way back to when I first came here, um, yeah, I can, I can identify with those. But I think I'm a person that has to be in flow. So it's got to be wind or water constantly in motion. Yeah. I can't stand stagnancy. And I find some cultures are too rigid and too stagnant for me. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of like, I like Egypt. Um, mm. I still haven't been to Luxor yet. I must go. It's on my list when we get to travel a bit more. Um, I've been to Israel where I've never planned to go, mm-hmm. even though I'd always kind of, I kind of wanted to, but yeah, I'd never planned it. And then um, I went, I got to go when I was doing the healing training, so that was good. Nice. Um, yeah, and I still want to go to Jordan, mm. Petra, you know. Um, so yeah, those kind of places really fascinate me. But if I mean, you I look love- at those cultures, they've been around since the beginning of human time yeah it's the ancient so, you know the the connection that you have there is so steeped whatever the culture is today which has become very political and the religion has yeah. been very manipulated when you mm. go back into the depth of the cultures and and what it was i mean women had a great deal more freedom back then um it, the the cultures are very very deep and stepped in it's not religion as no. more philosophy it's the yeah. same with the with the Greek, you know, with the Greek philosophers. That's walking on the path and on barefoot. Oh, the history I could feel was just absolutely yeah. exquisite. Um, so I love places that have a long history, and mm. uh, not necessarily the ones with the violent history, though sometimes you can't avoid that. But that long history of depth of wisdom that can come through mm. the very land. Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful, and and the, the energy of the heart. So I like, um, I'm sure I must have some connection with um, Sufi, Mm -hmm. Sufi um, culture. Um, But it's that kind of like revealment Mm. and their connection and their communion with God, right? Or source. A source, yeah. One of my, let's call it Gus, God, universe, spirit, you know, whichever one you want to go with, it doesn't matter, it's all the same, yeah. Yeah. And I think that is is it, isn't it, you know, um, as I said, I'm a cosmic being rather than the earthbound being. And mm-hmm. so when I'm where, around those cultures that are very much in tune with the universe and the cosmic, then you feel like you're at home, right? And yeah. you really can receive that beautiful collective yeah. divine information. But we're each going to be drawn to, you know, for some people, most certainly it's the earth. The earth mm-hmm. speaks to them. 
yeah. um, it the the rustle of the leaves speak to me the water against the shore speaks to me but the actual earth itself is not because i feel her pain is not mm. being one for me so i think it's no knowing yourself where that connection is and how you connect why do you need to be around trees or why do you need to be around water or why do you need to be around culture you know because that is your channeling of opening up and receiving mm. yeah be interesting to to um maybe it'd be interesting to you to kind of do something with the earth and kind of see where that goes right yes well we've had i love the stars but then i also love the earth and the trees and water and yes yeah yes oh my god yes i mean um i dated a very earth being um very much like i mean he literally could just with this hand change water direction and everything i mean incredible quantum energy coming from him and he helped me connect to the earth without mm. it being the fearful thing that i had and so yeah. the connection to it has been a lot lot different but as i said it's still very much the the trees you know the root of the trees i consider myself a willow now deep rooted good strong trunk but those branches uh, have constantly got to be in flow yeah. <laughs> so. beautiful i love that yeah interesting and then something that you were saying about um you know kind of like the earth and, and um uh, the, the cosmos right um, because I think, and what we're saying about the culture, so there's, you know, I think a lot of what we're experiencing on the earth right now, with all the, you know, the flux that's going on, is that we've kind of lost, you know, like a lot of people have lost that connection mm. with the earth or with source. Yes. Either or both. But, you know, that's kind of like the old um, indigenous peoples had that beautiful connection yes. with the earth, with the stars and the sky, with, with one another. Because mm -hmm. it was very much about in the now. You yes. know, life was slower, simpler. It was more community, connection. You mm -hmm. know, you had time to, you know, smell the roses or listen to the birds and all of that. Whereas we're so busy mm. that there's a lot of um, disconnect, yeah. you know. And I think that's why people, you know, get sick. And, and also why we have, you know, so much kind of like um, problems um, going on in society yeah. and, and in our world, not looking after the planet or not being as yeah. conscious because we're not as connected with it. Well, that was the gift of COVID, wasn't it? Time to reflect. Yeah. You know, are you really living your life for you or are you living an illusion and an expectation? Mm. You know, it's slowing down, going in a new direction, reevaluating your life and what's and what's really important that mm. was the gift and so many people have taken a different direction now yeah because they were given that pause which they wouldn't have had had this pandemic not happened yeah so yeah. you know the nature world however catastrophic it gives us there's always a reason behind it you know um and sometimes it can be cruel um, but a lot of the time, you know, you look at these things and it's, there's a reason there. It could be Earth's cleansing, you know, spiritual cleansing, or, you know, it just could be as the universe gave me a saying about four years ago, um, the universe is going to shake us up, to wake us up, for us to step up, change it up and grow up. Mm. But grow into a higher vibration, but also grow up as people and stop being so petty. 
Well, yes. Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of see a lot of what, what's going on in the world at the moment. It's kind of like we, we are being invited to become yes. more like more adult yes. other than the child that's dependent on the parent to tell them what to do as in mm. you know, the government. Um, it's about claiming our inner authority and kind of stepping into our sovereignty. So the Corona is kind of like an interesting, isn't it? It's like the crown. If you look at yeah. the stars, the Corona is, is the crown. And so that's kind of where we're at collectively mm-hmm. and stepping into that sovereignty. And of course, you know, that that's kind of a gift. And it's like people can have different perspectives on what's going on. You know, this is good and that's bad. But, it, you know, really, it's all good. Right. Yeah. Because it is. Like we wouldn't have been able to handle, you know, if we'd have had if we all had our power and we weren't coming into kind of much more of an awakened consciousness. And, and recognizing who we are in kind of like the cosmos where we mm-hmm. sit within all of that, then that power could do you more damage, right? <clears throat> yes. So as we're dropping the ego and ident- begin to identify more with our um, soul and with our soul's journey and, and realizing all of these connections that we have um, with the earth, but also with our you know, star family and so forth, um, then we can open up and have that um, awakening and um, have more power and become the amazing creators that we are. Yeah, and the, you know, the universe is, is turning up our volume, turning up our frequency. And there'll mm-hmm. be those that resist it and just do not want to, to go with it. Um, and, and others that will fight against it. And for a lot of spiritual people, things that they thought they had dealt with, they haven't. It, they come flaring back up with more residual that they have to deal with. But it is about us raising up our frequency because we need to do this for the planet, for our existence, and also to make that connection with the higher source because we can't do it resonating on a low vibration of hate or discontent or disconnect. Yeah, and and what's interesting at the moment is a lot of the ancestral stuff is coming up, isn't it? There's a lot of revelations coming out in terms of um, history and, and you know some of the atrocities that have gone on that now you know like I saw you know the other day it's like well, how many more are there to come you know it's like mm. obviously it's the time right yes. to bring this to the surface and to be seen and you know more of that healing to to take place um, so it you know it's all it's all good you know, if, we're, if we're willing to take that journey, you know, that's yeah. the point. If we're willing to, to to open up our minds and kind of, okay, um, you know, I'm willing to, to know what my past life is. So, you know, what is, how do I tap into my future life? How do I understand what is my now? And we don't expect people to know it all up front, right? It is something that um, will come through that experience. And you're the one to help them on that. Now, I know you've got a live online quantum hypnotherapy training uh, due on the 25th to the 28th of June. Can you tell us about that? Oh, I'd love to. Um, yeah, I'm super excited for this. Um, taught hypnotherapy for many years um, and, and past life regression, but I felt like I was inspired last year to kind of focus more on um, putting it online mm-hmm. because obviously of the situation and, you know, it works just as well online, hypnotherapy. It's all and, energy. It doesn't matter, yeah, right? But here it comes exactly. from. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's very exciting. Um, and it, it's basically a course that will allow you to go on your own personal journey. So connect mm. with your higher self, um, recognize your soul's path and explore 
past life, life between lives, future lives. Um, we're also working with uh, subconscious healing. Um, so, you know, trance is very powerful for healing um, in the physical body um, and spirit attachments and mm. spirit release. We're looking at. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be super super exciting uh, I'm always thrilled to, to kind of like hear pe- you know people's experiences and kind of like watch the, st- and the stories that come out and their experiences from that and what that shifts and creates in their lives but it is a practitioner training as well so it's a four-day live online training um, and then there will be some case studies and then there will be like a you know group so there's lots of support and there's like supervision so you know, but there's four days that are live and then obviously you've got your time to kind of practice mm-hmm. um, and so they'll be doing kind of more work but the four days are also very experiential um, so it's not kind of like you know um, lots of, of academic work it's much more experiential focused and there's something like 30 plus 35 hours 40 hours of um recordings mm. or video um you know some of them were kind of like past life summer life between some of them you know you feel people go through all of those stages so there's sort of 40 hours worth of, of like library really resource mm. for people so that you can kind of consume in, in your own time if you want to um so yeah i'm just super excited to kind of like see what happens with that and who else is showing up for the journey um yeah neat sounds great especially as this kind of a collective because then people can kind of share their experiences and what they've learned from yeah. it so that's the best thing to do i experience this you experience that it just mm. opens up everything doesn't it yeah yeah wonderful yeah. um and that's on the 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 25th to the 28th and they can register where for that love um where can you register? You can find it on, I haven't got the exact link, actually. It's okay, I'll, I'll tell everybody. I've got it yeah, right Kimberly here in front of me. Kimberlyhevel.co.uk. Yeah. Have you got the link there? Yes, it's so Kimberly Lovell, and that's two L's, dot co dot uk slash forward training slash forward quantum hypnotherapy training. And is it, has it got the dashes in between? Um, yes, it does. But if you just put in the full name, it will probably come yeah. up anyway. So um, I guess um, we could put the link on there. The link will be on your show page. All people have to do yeah. is just come and put in Kimberly Level on stuffdiscoverymedia.com. Two L's, remember, folks. Yeah. And, uh, and if you go to the website, you'll find it just, there's another, yeah. it's quite clear, there's a link that says training. So that's an easy right. And it's, and it's kimberlylevel.co.uk. Yep. Or .com will find me as well, so no worries. Right, okay, okay. good, good. And uh, you're on Facebook, Kimberly Lovell, YouTube, Kimberly Lovell. And you've also got a free gift, the Soul Awakening Quantum Hearing um, Healing Meditations um, MP3 recordings. So tell us about that. So Okay, so yeah, so there's a series of uh, meditations that I do, hypnotic um, journeys. One is the Mermaids, Dolphins and Pearls, Mm. which is a chakra balance where you go down and you connect... um, with the mermaids and with the dolphins. And, and before you go any further on the next one, tell people why it's so important to have their chakras balanced. Mm. So basically, as our, you know, the chakras are kind of information, energies, memories. Some of those could be past lives, right? Or this lifetime, it could be ancestral stuff that's held within those energy centers. And so as we are on this journey of ascension and healing, 
we can actually release and clear those energies from our physical body they can be in our you know physical body as illnesses they could be like in our mental body as challenges or you know conflicts issues that come up um or in our spiritual bodies right so chakra clean is really important mm, yeah okay and the next one um what else is there there's journey to peace through forgiveness which is a beautiful guided um hypnotic meditation where you go and you connect with different trees and then you meet all the people that you need to forgive all right and then including yourself because that's often the person that we you know kind of forget when we forgive other people we still beat up on ourselves so yeah so it's the forgiveness work in terms of coming into kind of peace with um your past peace with your present and peace with the future Mm-hmm. and the third one you're offering is abundance meditation yes yeah so there's um, a series of meditations they're very short meditations these ones so you can kind of fit them in um, very easily and you you know they might be kind of like eight minutes ten minutes but there's one where you are magnetizing your purse or your wallet there's another one where mm, you're in a, a, river, <laughs> yeah, a river of abundance um so yeah they're very beautiful for kind of really connecting more with that abundance and also with that energy of um, money. We have so mm. many beliefs around money. I know. We? Yes. We've, you know, the <laughs> My favourite topic. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, the thing about money is that it is, it's a tool. It's a commodity. Please yeah. do not define yourself by the either lack of or the abundance of money. And you can be as rich as absolute hell, but what do you do with that money to seed opportunities for others? And you could be as poor as hell and be absolutely enriched. You know, that money is a tool. Please understand that it's not your definition mm. of you, which is a big yeah. one. Yeah. I mean, one, one thing around that is a lot of people I work with are spiritual. And so often I think for people mm. who um, are spiritual, often they have the conflict with money. Yes, right? we do. Because of the religious <laughs> programming, because yeah. they think it's, you know, it's the root of all evil or they think it's evil. It's actually the root of it, isn't it? The love of money. Mm. So basically, yeah, as Sarah was saying, it is a tool. Mm-hmm. And um, also I want to say, <laughs> Often, if we have these beliefs that, you know, money's bad or, you know, they can come in so many different ways. Or you're not worthy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So around the worth piece, you know, there is a link between how you feel about yourself and whether you feel you're worthy or not um, and money. Mm -hmm. But it isn't that you're that, you know, however much you're earning equals your worth. Right. Right. We are all amazing um amazingly worthy and deserving right yes um and that isn't about like how well you've done you don't have to earn your worth all right we're all intrinsically valuable and worthy and deserving stepping into our worth right yeah 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 so that so that's it like when we don't feel worthy we can sabotage with money just as a way of kind of that's how that sometimes comes out but yeah yeah Yeah. and there's also um with those abundance meditations, I don't think I don't have to put that link on there, but there's a link, there's a sacred money architects quiz I do, which I'll include that in somehow. I'll figure out what the links are and sort that out. Um, or it's on the website. So it's a, it's a free quiz and it goes through the money archetypes. And so the money archetypes are, which I know we have done a show on, didn't we? Yes, yes, we did. Yeah. So um, if you haven't seen that, maybe have a look at that one. If you Most certainly go that. back and, and watch that again. If you just put in a name, it's mm. also the link to it is on that show. But yeah. it's, it's living in your spiritual financial abundance. Um, yeah, which is yeah. 
very, but that quiz will help you to see um, how you make money or how you connect with money. And it's like how we do money is how we do everything, you know, in a way everything's connected, right? So it's, you know, it looks at kind of like the unconscious patterns that we have going on, which might be around self-worth or, um, you know, abandonment, doubt, mm-hmm. you know, all kinds of things. But that will really help you to see how you can create more of that abundance and how you can actually um, contribute and to be able to receive, right? Because yes. We're, all, we're always, it's always an exchange of energy. That energy is flowing. So we're contributing and we're also receiving, gifting and receiving with the world, right? We're all here to connect, support one another. Well, when we give and it has an impact on someone, we've just received. Yeah. Right. So it's, yeah. um, giving is is a beautiful receiving um and you know it's not about accumulating and you know me and mine you know it's not about that it's about you know you're more enriched and more abundant in that sharing um it will continue to grow you know but you've you know you've also got to let your cup fill up to run off over yeah so don't yeah. give away and what you ain't got. Yeah, it's a tool, right? Isn't it? It's a tool. And and like sometimes like I would say people say they you know, they haven't got money, they can't afford it, or whatever it is. Often it's not money that's a problem, it's our beliefs around yes. it, right? There yes. is plenty of money around. You're right. Okay. Sometimes we have this weird relationship with money. Um, when we can kind of shift that relationship, then you will start having rather than the separation with money, you'll have the communion and the connection with money. Yes. And then you can create more right. with money. So money doesn't stop us, right? We can create without it, but actually we can do a lot of good with it. You know, exactly. Like, what can we do if we've got money? We can do all kinds of amazing things, not just for ourselves, but for the planet, for, you know? Absolutely. And, and you know, the thing is, uh, um, don't di- always dictate on how the money is going to come. Be flexible. Mm. Um, you know, I was charging for my shows before COVID and then I didn't, I just did it by donation. I'm still doing it by donation. Um, And some people do and some people don't, but another door opened up where I can get my funding. That is something that can grow and, you know, that's okay. You're right. So, you know, obviously still donations would be wonderful, but if it's not meant to be in this Avenue, maybe it's in another Avenue. So if well, that's, you... I love, love that because that's kind of like what I would say to people is often we have like um, limited yeah. streams that money can come to us in, right? Yes. And so when we actually open up the channel so that money can come to us in many ways, not yes. just through job or not just, you know, if you're self-employed, not just through that, but, you know, it can come all kinds of ways. But yes. our conscious mind thinks it's going to come in this way or that way and that's all. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, allow, don't dictate yeah right plant seeds water them nurture them you know have a vision of where you well, how you want that money to work yeah you know, i you know i need the money so that i'm more able to do this for other people or mm. or grow in this aspect or be able to put a program together or yeah. you know reach out more to people um and so you you're inviting the money to come be a part of the equation but you're not mm. dictating on how it should yeah. be and that's one of the, what you could use that as well with kind of like, you know, past life or future life. Like if you haven't got money now, maybe there's a future you that has plenty of money, right? Yeah. 
and when you can be in that vibration everything is about alignment and vibration so when you can be in that frequency and vibration and aligned with being um abundant right and it doesn't necessarily mean like wealth and abundance doesn't necessarily mean money right? right but it can include money so when you're aligned with being wealthy with being abundant right um successful whatever it is that you want to create if you align with that and you vibrate at that frequency and you take that aligned action mm. right you'll create that you'll collapse that time and space and you can bring that into your life yeah inspiration begets invitation so when we're inspired we're invited when we inspire others we invite them to take their own journey i think the winningness is to take the blinkers off that to understand our past, present, and future are all melded together. And that whatever you have a vision of, you know, it's like, oh, no, but that's not the present. You're dreaming, you know, living in dreamland. No, all of those visions, all of those dreams, all of that dimensional travel is just showing you a path you can take. Or every, there is no, like, you know, the Indian culture and a few other countries, there's no waste. Everything has a reason, right? And you may not know what that reason is at the time but it will be revealed as time goes by. Yeah, the great mystery. Mm -hmm. And that be wondrous. Why do we have to Beautiful. know everything, have a manual for everything? There's codes of conduct. There's certain um, tools and equipment that you need to walk forward, but just be wondrous and explore. Now, how about drawing one more card for what do people need to know right now in this time and age? Let's see. Let's see. Let's get them all the right way around first. And again, I love these ones. They've got gold around the edges. Mm -hmm. And they've got like little they've got little doors. Right? Right, lovely doors. Do do, right? Just imagine that there's three doors in front of you. Mm -hmm. And the, the other thing for future is that also you can use it to um, make decisions or you can if you're thinking about doing something. You can go into the future if I do that. Like, what yes. will that create? Yeah. Yes. All right. <laughs> this is a very weird one. Okay, let's go for it. Uh, shall I? Of course. This one's interesting for me, right? Um, so it's food and hunger, <laughs> right? I don't know how well the picture cut. So it looks like it's um, a cup with some bread on it is a weird thing to put there but anyway um so food and hunger so um and this is something that i've been looking at right um to have an interesting relationship with food i love food i love food too food yeah. is to be loved it's yeah. not my enemy <laughs> so no well so you know i have put on some weight as we've been in lockdown ditto <laughs> <laughs> So, um food and hunger so i so what so i'm just going to ask in terms of um, okay, so let's talk about a couple of things um, that are just popping when uh, I've just asked. So one is feast and famine. Yeah. Okay. So we may have, so from a past life perspective, we may have experienced lifetimes where there was a lack of food or a lack of resources. Okay. Um, and then that can cause us to fear not having enough. And when we fear that, that there's not enough, there's also often um, identified with I'm not enough. Right. Yeah. Um, and conversely, oft, often um, women that I work with, they have this thing about I'm, I'm not enough, right? Not good enough. 
not enough. Um, and then they also have the opposite. And I, I was playing with this the other day and I was like, oh gosh, that's my too much stuff. You know, so it's like one way or the other way. It's like, I'm not enough. And then the converse of it is I'm too much. Yes. You know? So that Where's kind of the happy balance? That, yeah, that yeah. puts us into that perfectionist, you know, like a little straight jacket, perfectionism. Yeah. We can't be who we are because we can't be seen to be too much and we can't be seen to be not enough. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So that's that one. And then um, also... Oh, there's something else that was popping in with it. So food and oh yeah, okay. So um, ask your body if this applies to you. Ask your body. We'll ask it anyway because this question applies to not just food. It's about life. So basically, question is, what is it that you're craving? Mm-hmm. Okay. Often we have, you know, in our relationship with food, we have like cravings, right, about what we want. And that's people think cravings are bad. Okay. Another thing to say on that one is that. Um, Often your body knows what it requires, mm-hmm. okay? And so certain foods and substances that you crave, maybe because your body needs them, okay? Yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I, I had a wonderful woman from England where it was the chakra eating, that if you're craving certain colour foods, it's because those particular chakras need to be nourished. Right, yeah. Right. So, yeah. So that, that's a good one. Um, and so, yeah, what is it that you're craving mm. in life? And often things that we are craving. So if you've got some issues around food, it may be that you are craving certain food things, but what is it that really that you're craving? It might be you're craving more adventure. Yeah. Like you're craving travel <laughs> in mm. this day and age, right? Um, whatever it is, yeah, what is it you're craving? And also what stops you having what you want, right? Yes. Because often, I mean, that whole thing that comes up about, you know, I'm, I'm, I heard that, I'm sure I heard this, I'm sure I'm not the only one. It is like, you know, you can have your, your main course, but you have to, if you don't eat your mains, you can't have your pudding. Right. But it's always <laughs> like you have to wait for it. And we do this yeah. in life, right? We put off having the things that we want because we think we can't have them now, but we'll have them in the future. You know, like, um, you know, when you go to heaven, you have that, you know, like everything that you didn't have in the earth life or something like that, you know. It's like you, we can have it all now. Yes. It's not greedy, all right? Yeah. We've come to experience, okay? And, the, you know, things that we desire are a part of that experience. And it's often it's not a personal thing, right? The things that you desire, they're connected often with your soul, connected with part of your purpose and what you're going to share with the world. And we all, you know, the world needs our gifts and our passion and our purpose. When we're all in our purpose, passion and gifts, we're fulfilled we're happy and joyful and that's raising that vibration so say yes to your desires yes you know what what i got from that was is 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 feed your heart soul and spirit and it is it is starving to be elevated it is starving to understand why it's here what its purpose is um and the famine can be on the attachments you know to to things that aren't nourishing us Mm, feed ourselves with the nourishment that's going to move us forward and that that is not going to nourish us famining it out you know kick it out (laughs) starve it out you know so there's a lot i mean if if only we would just immerse ourselves immerse ourselves i know that um, for many people this talk will be just a a rational talk for other people it'd be what the hell are they talking about um <laughs> and it's just because we are up on this higher frequency and we're living in this zone that we know what lies before us and even if we don't know what lies before us we know we will know when we need to know 
uh, and we're willing to take the journey to understand and 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 see what is possible out there and you know the the human condition of this is one of the big things you're not meant to just live a humanoid life you are a spiritual being having a human experience let the soul heart and spirit have its experience and don't restrict it by the human mind mm. yeah and and you know when we're talking about you know being in a, a higher vibration i just want to add that you know we're not special and different to you no, right? everyone no, no, we've all everybody been has this yeah. high vibration frequency yes. right different bodies right um and which is perhaps more conscious because we've dived into that exploration so my invitation to you is to dive in and explore yourself's journey find out who you really are yes it's fabulous to make that discovery of who you really are and what you're here to do and and all the things you don't know and that you do know when when you need to know it is just a wonderful journey it is letting go of the control and realize you don't have any control and, and the choice is, is to allow and discover and what does it mean and how do I use it and how do I serve others with it? So be willing to immerse yourself into that experience because it's truly wonderful. And you're offering that wonderful work of actually understanding what from the past still needs to go with you and what needs to be released, what needs to be forgiven, how to understand living in the now with the future visions. And when you look at that lovely triangle you know, of the past wisdom, the future vision, it helps you live more productively in the now. Yeah. Alignment. Um, Alignment with our soul, with our heart. Yes, yes. The Open planet. up that heart to let the soul through, please. Yes. So <laughs> um, please reach out to Kimberly. It's Kimberly Lovell, L-O-V-E-L-L dot co dot uk and also if you did dot com you'll still find her um sign up for that wonderful program that she's got going if you can't sign up for that because maybe you're in a different zone altogether there's many other things that she's got there plus this beautiful gift that she's giving us of these um, mp3s for you to download uh, but just be willing to take the journey she's there you can see she's loving she's caring she's smooth she's not as uh, as i am <laughs> much calmer and to just help you unravel which is that's what it is how many times are we in the moment and go why do i need to know that or is it really me or what what's this information i don't relate to it and it's because yeah. of all those lives all on top of one another kind of competing for attention so by dissecting it and understanding you know what you need to know when you need to know it instead of everything else trying to jump in at the same time yeah thank you Kimberly. On, just before we go on the time zone thing it's actually i think i put down it's like one o'clock our time i'm not very good with time zones but i know we've got some people from the states so it, oh, it's not kind of yeah i've made it so that it's going to be accessible to excellent um, excellent yeah that is wonderful because uh um the the states believe it or not is waking up quite exponentially and uh, really you know wanting to embrace that so i'm so glad you've yeah. opened up to that time yeah. as well so thank you so much um i know that this is going to be a wonderful course for people to take we will not leave it this long to have you back <laughs> on again i can't believe it was six years you know, know. you'll we'll have to play again we will mm -hmm. definitely definitely have you back again um and uh, I look so much forward to that. And, and thank you so much, love, for sharing. It's always your beautiful divine presence. So yeah. thank you so much. Thank you. And remember, folks, 
that clarity of knowing what to take with you, where you are now and what you're walking towards is a wonderful ticket to your own living in heaven here on earth. So until next time, bye for now. We hope that you enjoyed the show. You will hear many, many shows here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. We have new shows for you out every week. Just find them on our podcast or, or what's new. If you feel that you have something to share that makes a difference in the lives of others, or you too feel that you could be a host, please contact me at info at selfdiscoverymedia.com and we will be glad to speak with you. Have a wonderful day.